You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 622, recorded May 24th, 2017. Tonight brought to you by Mini Do More, CravenSpeed.com, OutMotoring.com, and MotoringStripes.com. Mini Performance Stripes and Stripes. That's MotoringStripes.com. I love it. That's my favorite intro ever of all time. Yes. Let's keep, let's keep this one. Keep it that intro. It was perfect. Uh, two days in a row. Sure, whatever, Alex. Whatever. We were all there. You weren't. That's fine. Okay, let's get started. Here we go. Hey everybody, it's TV in Arizona, the brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. Picking on Alex, uh, like we like to do, and we're talking about Mini Cooper stuff as well, actually. I was just kidding. Um, joining us this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson, motoringstripes.com. Todd, say hi. I am present and accounted for. Alex is also here, back from his epic California road trip. I am back. Hi, everybody. And then uh, we're joined a special treat tonight, Mr. Gabe Bridger from MotoringFile.com. Gabe, say Where's the Bridger theme? We need the Bridger theme it's here. Our, no, 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 no. Yes, we do. It's our, <laughs> you just can't hear it. I, I've discovered that I actually have that little piece of music on my computer, so I can just drop it in whenever I need to. That's yes. quite fantastic. That's really scary. That's At inappropriate times. Yes, exactly. So, should I so desire? We are here. We're talking about Mini Cooper stuff for you on a Monday night. We've had a, quite a busy couple of weeks. Todd's been busy striping cars. We were all in, uh, in Vegas. Todd had a road trip. I'm sorry. Alex had a road trip, and we had Ambiv, and we've just been super busy, so we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we have Gabe for a little bit of time tonight, and he is going to tell us if he thinks the JCW Clubman is better with an automatic, among other things, and per- continue to profess his love for the Clubman. And uh, Alex wants to talk about his road trip. I want to talk about the stripes on my Mini. Todd's got, uh, we're going to talk about uh, tires, because Alex has a very interesting tire thing. We're going to get to all that here tonight. Plus, you know how we could do anything else that we can think of. We're going to do all that as well. Before we do, I want to remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Our friends over at Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Go over there, check them out. Big sale going on right now. I'm looking at the website, and we recorded this on Wednesday night. Huge sale, up to 64% on a lot of stuff. Uh, if you use their coupon code that you got on your email, because you've already signed up for the email news blast, you save 5%. Uh, almost free shipping on most orders over $195. Everything that you need for your mini, everything you need for your mini, want for your mini to make your mini look cool, be more unique, or go faster is available for you over at outmotoring.com. Don't forget to, besides all of that, uh, a fine selection of Aston Martin parts. Yes. Perfect. And then um, a full line of car care products and then all the stuff for your person, the shoes, the hats, uh, watches, all the mini stuff that you want and desire. There's just a couple more Mini Cooper events. A Mini's on the Max coming up later on in the summer. Mini's in the mountains still coming. You got to look sharp. You got to look cool. Your Mini's got to look badass. Go over to Outmotoring.com. Mini's on top coming up. Oh, plus Mini's on top. Well, yeah, but only like 10 people can go to that. <laughs> no, quite a few people. They have they have a hundred or more. Oh, is it? Okay. So you yeah. got minis on top, we got minis in we got minis in the mountains, and we got minis on the Mac. Your car has to be clean, has to have the new something to make it look really cool or make it go really fast. Plus you gotta have a new hat or a new shirt. Your shirts are all getting pretty shabby. You've already donated them to Chad. He's making cool blankets out of them. Go over to Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. And like I said, don't forget to sign up for the email newsletter. As soon as you do that, every time you get an email, you get a five percent discount code. Really super awesome. 
but of course our friends over at outmotoring outmotoring.com mini performance speed and trailer stuff for your mini cooper that's uh mini doomore.com mini doomore news music please maestro it's my job tonight boom yeah i hope you're recording i well, i'm recording too now that i think about it <laughs> <laughs> Because that's always that's always so much fun when we do a whole show without recording. It's happened like twice. It's happened in twice years. in fifteen in years. eleven years. That's pretty good. No, longer than that, Alex. We're okay, this, yeah. This is I our. Think I remember one of those. This is our twelfth anniversary, Todd. Oh my god! You know what? So to that point, yes, sir. That. Uh, did you just cock a shotgun, Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> or an, or a Glock? Pretty, a Glock? Pretty much. Pretty much. So, that was a, that was a beer. Oh, you cracked one open for us. That's very nice. Yeah, uh, White Refrigerator birthday, August 1st. And uh, this year we are celebrating 12 years of podcasting excellence. <clears throat> we are. And what did you crack there, Mr. Bridger? Uh, I'm actually drinking a, uh, a new Glarus Moonman. It is a beer only you can only get in Wisconsin. It's a very clean, relatively low alcohol beer. Nice. Easy drinking. Nice. So it's a hipster beer. You can't have it. <laughs> I, like a, I like a good it's a, hipster, it's a hipster beer. I like so a good hipster. Oh, beer. I, well, I don't know if it's hipster beer. I think it's a it, it, it's a it's a very you can buy them at gas stations in oh. in uh, Wisconsin, but oh. only in Wisconsin. Yes, they refuse to they refuse to uh, distribute outside of the state. Yeah, and I <laughs> I can't go to Wisconsin. Last time I went to Wisconsin, I got the shit kicked out of me. So. But there it is. Why? <laughs> what Sorry. happened? Over there? A line. It's a line. It's a line from Stripes, Alex. If you've been listening to White Roof Radio for any length of time, we gotta go get him. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're responsible. Russell. Come on, it's Czechoslovakia. We zip in. We pick him up. We zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow. It's Czechoslovakia. It's like going into Wisconsin. Well, I got this shit kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. Forget it. You would recognize a, the call back freak, to the quote. Makes a frequent appearance here on the show. It does that, and uh, and I, we so we just got back from Vegas, and of course my Ambiv playlist included um, a little bit of Smokey and the Bandit, Eastbound and Down. Yes, yes. Even though you were driving almost directly, I was driving almost directly north, and then almost directly south. I pretended. I was like, no, I'm going east because there's beer and there's thirsty guys and there's beer and Texarkana. Yes. Anyway, enough about that. Enough about us being silly. Gabe. Yes. It is your turn now to continue to profess your love for the clubman. The JCW clubman that you've got, is that the new long-term test car? It is. It is indeed. So oh, let's talk about this thing. I, uh, this, I, I wrote a little bit about it. First of all, it. it's gorgeous. I want to let you know, and I'm sure you already know this, but that is a just a just a knockout looking car. Still need bigger wheels, I think. Needs more low. Doesn't need bigger wheels. It needs does. more low. I think it, it does. It does. You're right. Needs it's a little really bit right. more low. Doesn't need um, bigger wheels. It, yeah, no, it needs bigger wheels. Uh, uh, but that said, like, they're not wrong. It doesn't look bad. It's just that you, you, I think you need 19s on that car. The problem is you cannot get 19s oh. from the factory with the uh, dynamic suspension. Uh, so you have to do more low. And, and I can tell you right now, you want the dynamic suspension. What? Why? Because Gabe likes it. Uh, because it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's basically, it's 10% less aggressive than the sport suspension, but it's hardly noticeable in most scenarios. And the ability to switch it off into mid mode or normal or whatever 
over a really rough pavement or as i do i switch it off on on the highway oh so nice. expansion joints in the in the midwest which are can be pretty tiresome sure you can switch it off and it is a dramatic difference dramatic really? difference really so you know it's <clears throat> i i mean i can i i can tell you like i can go through all the you know the options and talk about them but that that is one that is one option that i for sure <laughs> The yeah, problem with that, though, is that uh, it combines it. It, it uh, takes off sport mode, then, right? I mean, that's the way you change the suspension: is go from sport to mid to green. Is that correct? No, you. Um, I believe you can change. So, with sport mode, you can actually dial in sport mode, so the suspension does not change. So, if you want okay. to, okay. Now, I, I have to say, like, there, there's, there's really, there's there, with this car and any car with dynamic suspension, there's three things that sport mode encompasses: throttle response which is, uh, I'll just jump to the conclusion, the most important thing. Uh, steering weight, which is, hmm. in my mind, not important in the way that Mini executes it. Right. And it's a, then in, in this car, suspension, which um, which I think is, is I love it so much, it's so important, I almost, I, I, like, I like to keep it almost independent of sport mode. Here, here's my philosophy here. The Mini should have made the throttle response that sport mode has uh, the default. And I think Especially it's the it, it, and it's better. So here the the um, standard, the, both the standard and the sport throttle response are more aggressive on the JCW. Everything is sort of stepped up in the JCW. Okay, but it's not stepped up enough, in my opinion. And um, and so yeah, I kind of come back to just like I did in the Cooper S with the JCW. I would love to have the sport suspension. I'm sorry, the sport mode throttle response be standard. Hmm. Yeah, it, it would be, and uh, I know in my JCW the uh, the back popping of the exhaust uh, doesn't doesn't happen as much in main mode as it does in sport mode. Oh yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it hardly happens at all on the clubman at all. Right. But I will tell you, it is it is um, it, it sounds like a civil war battlefield huh. uh, behind the clubman when I'm <laughs> when I'm really pushing it in sport mode. I mean, it is it is going off, and it sounds pretty wild. Yeah. It's great, and everybody like people inside the car hear it, and they're like, "Wow, this is uh, awesome!" I mean, it, and and I and getting into the automatic aspect of this thing, you know, I, I wrote I wrote about this uh, earlier in the week, and the automatic is not the most ideal transmission, but it does when it's fully warmed up, shift very quickly, and that 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 sort of like, you know, almost uh, gunshot style mm-hmm. shift gives you some awesome sounds out of the uh, out of the exhaust so it's very you know, nice when it does shift because it gives you that boom, you know into the next it's, nice. yeah it's awesome i mean it sounds great so you know all, all told i would a hundred times over i would take the manual that to me is is really for for me it's a better it's a better choice i you know i commute constantly it's not a problem i don't have an issue with it whatsoever um, I think that the automatic in this mini is the best automatic they've offered. Wow. It's getting close to being able to yeah, like for me like no, nope, he, can you hear me? nope, Gabe, keep going. That's just Alex fading out. So, You're good. Yeah, so I think I think it's I think it's the best they've offered. I think it's getting close to the point where you could, as an enthusiast, option you know go for it and not feel bad about it. But it's just not quite there yet. Okay. So you know, I think for one, um, you'd certainly lose interaction with the car mm-hmm. you know i think that that that's something that you'll never get back if you get some sort of automated manual 
But the other thing too, because it's a torque converter, there's just an inertia that it provide that sort of adds to the entire drivetrain. Right. That that just does not make the thing feel the drivetrain feel as nimble as it could. Hmm. Which um, is funny the other because I'm just going to interrupt you here uh, real quick because Alex said the same thing. Alex drives around in a JCW automatic, the hardtop version, which is a different automatic, like you said, different transmission, but then came to Kansas City and drove my manual JCW and had interesting perspective. Alex, why don't you share what you said to me about, you know, the difference, what you thought between the manual and the automatic? Yeah, so uh, I, I think it's funny to, uh, I think you made one point when Gabe was talking about when it's all, when, you know, when the, or maybe Gabe said that, when the transmission is really warmed up and it's and it's ready to go. Uh, it's funny because when I, if, if people remember what I said in the last show is that when I dr- first drove your car a year ago, uh, I thought the, you know, the, the, Manual so, transmission was too light, mm-hmm. the clutch was too light, and and a bit squishy, um, and it's kind of hard to explain. But drove it, drove it like a year after, after you have what taught ten thousand miles on the car, yeah, um, and it was much better, and it was way closer to a. Um, to which can experience in one of the previous generation mini. Uh, granted that I still think the uh, the the, uh, the ratio, like it's not the ratio, but the the um, the distance, the shift is di- distance is still a little bit too long. I would like it to be a little bit shorter. At least I don't know if it's the. I think it's the same transmission in the previous generation, right? So, but it doesn't feel like it when you're shifting. The uh, R56. I think the last one I drove was my. Uh, was uh, the last one I drove was um, uh, Sean's the the GP2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like I mean it, it, the, the transmission is really really nice, right? All, all what, what I have to say though is that like if I could get <laughs> if I were if I had to buy it again uh, and and not living in San Francisco slash California traffic, I would I would most likely go with a manual. Uh, and I would like, and ideally, I would like someone to drive it for a year. So, so when I get it, it's like, <laughs> I want, I want the the transmission to fill right. But it's, uh, but again, like to, um, and I'll talk about it during, uh, you know, towards the end of the show. Uh, took the road trip. Uh, when, when to Gabe's point, when you drive the the automatic, when it's when the car is fully warmed up. And when you have to pass, you know, people on the highway, it is really nice. I mean, it's really, really fast. There is obviously no way someone can be as fast with a manual, and and it's pleasant. Like it, it's fun. Is it as fun as a manual? No, it's not. It's but not. it's still still a whole lot of fun. Yeah, Alex, I can actually speak that a little bit because for the first time, I drove home from Vegas, drove to Vegas, drove home from Vegas in a car in a Mini Cooper that didn't throw codes and didn't have to go into third gear to barely climb some hills, and I was actually able to pass. And I was like, oh right, I'm in a car that'll actually do a hundred miles an hour. So, and it was quite delightful that I didn't have to like downshift or anything. I just get on the gas and I go. Yeah. Lord, I just realized that I'm the only one on the show with a manual transmission mini right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have, I have Wait. three cars that are manuals. A mini. A manual mini. <laughs> oh, that's true. You're, you're, also, Chad, you're also... No, Chad's got a manual in his car. Yeah, it does. But right now, speaking on the show. Speaking now, on the show right now. And you're also the only one that doesn't have like a brutal commute to get to work every day either. No, I have six miles. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. But that... That has nothing to do with my choice, by the way. Well, no, it's, yours it's was for, well, yours was forced upon you. No, it well, was. Gabe's doing it for science, you know. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm doing it for the greater good. Right. Gabe is driving no, an anyway, automatic Gabe. car for science. I like it. So, yeah, I do want to get back to this really quickly because I think the automatic is though it's 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 really good. I mean, 
here's the thing. This is the first eight speed that we've seen uh, in JCW trim, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and they have, they, they being many, many engineers have clearly fuddled with it a little bit. It's a little bit more aggressive. The shifts are quicker. Everything is just a little bit tighter and quicker. Could it, would it be better as a DCT? Unquestionably, yes. And, and I, I, I have to say, like, that's, it's not going to be a dramatic improvement, mm-hmm. but I do think that there is, there is a sort of a, um, again, like sort of a nimbleness as far as gear change to a DCT. Once the, once the manual or once the automatic is warmed up, the shift from second to third when I'm gunning it in sport mode is really quick. It's not far off a of DCT. But in a lot of other other instances, there's just this again. There's this sort of like inertia that's happening inside of the transmission. There's 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 things at play there. You get a sense. There's things at play there that aren't happy. And so, so and you, it's, you, and know, you, it, you mean like for frequent like uh, gear? Sh- I mean shifting basically like CD drive, yeah. for instance, it would be better. Okay. So and I, I'll also say this: I'm in manual mode 98 percent of the time. Uh, I, I do not let the thing shift for me hardly ever. Um, sometimes in the morning, yeah, I have the paddle. Sometimes in the morning, I'll let it, I'll let it shift as I'm just kind of like getting acclimated, to, you know, messing with the radio. Otherwise, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't ever let it shift for me. And, and so it, it's just interesting because I think I'm probably a, a rare case and that I'm, I'm pushing this thing, you know, in a way that it probably doesn't normally get pushed. Mm-hmm. But I'm certainly seeing the limitations of the transmission. And so going from, and the, and the biggest one is going from second to first in almost a stop even like wow. it, it's, it's clunky, you know, it, it's, uh, it's not, it's not ideal. And I think it's, a, you know, it's, it's one of those things I've learned to just never touch second to first unless you're at a full stop. Just let it go. As soon as you come to a stop, it goes. Yeah. And it's, and it sounds stupid because I, I have, because I drive manuals, I've driven manuals for so long, I'll kill a toe normally and flip the throttle and go into first at super low speeds if right. I'm going around a tight corner. In this scenario, I'll just keep it in second and kind of just allow the torque to do what it needs to do. So that was probably like a holdover for me just enjoying that interaction of the manual and going from first to or second to, to, to first. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do it. And that's a good example of where I just miss that moment. I miss that interaction. Again, hands on, I buy the manual, but all told, do I like the car? I love it. Like this, it's, it's awesome. Like, I mean, it is so well judged from a suspension standpoint, um, from a power standpoint, does it have a, a, as much power as I'd like? No, it's got 220 horsepower. You know, it's down what 70 horsepower on, on some of its competitors. Mm-hmm. That's a decent amount. You know, there's no, there's, there's, there is no question that it is not as fast as a golf bar, not even close. Hmm. Well, it's uh, a car, it, it, the same. It's the same engine at, as the hardtop. The same horsepower. It's got. A, it's actually got more torque than the, the a, hardtop does. A it's, ton, a ton more torque. But yeah, it's been tuned up. I think torque. that. But it's, it's also faster, Todd. I think that's a, that's the thing that you have to remember. This is actually. It's not faster than the hardtop. I think it is in, in automatic mode, isn't it? Isn't it faster by ten? No, it's impossible. It's nine hundred pounds heavier of a car. Eight hundred. It's a, it's it's all four though. Um, yeah, it may be faster. I think it is by 30, but I don't think it's going to get to 60 faster. But I don't know. Somebody, uh, somebody tell us the times. I think it's still a tenth of a second or even maybe almost a full second slower. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I think it's, I think it's if, they, if it's not faster, it's identical. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm pretty sure. 
I got a two for a personal game. Go ahead. I'll I'll really, really quickly, Alex. I do want to say the the all four um, has been has been really fantastic. I know some people complain about it not being as aggressive as as it could be, but it's been very transparent um, in its in its power delivery, and I've pushed the hell out of it. And it the car is is relatively neutral for a front wheel drive car. It does understeer, but it you know you can let off you get a little trail like oversteer. It's mm-hmm. it feels like a mini. Nice, very nice. Good. Uh, my follow-up question was about the uh, the suspension. Um, can you remind me because I never had a chance to drive one with the uh, the dynamic suspension? Can you remind me? It's is it independent from the driving mode or is it attached to it? Like when it's it's not independent. It's tied to the driving mode. So the only way to go to sport is to actually select sport on the driving mode. Yeah, and likewise. Um, so I, if I'm in green i can't turn it to sport mode and suspension so there's there's but that said like if i go to sport mode i could dial it down for the normal suspension okay okay it'd be nice if they could uh, have the same setup as uh, in the gti where you can actually uh like choose like the mode and the uh, and the mm-hmm. steering and the suspension it's uh That'd be nice. It's not that I don't think that's that difficult to do to decouple all of that stuff. Oh, it's yeah, it's super easy. I think it's one of those things where they just tried to simplify things, but I think they simplified the wrong things. Mm-hmm. I've I've complained about that for with BMWs for years, and I think you know M finally decoupled all of it, so you have the ability to really dial it in. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that GTI didn't used to do that. That must be a new thing. They used to have the same, the, sort of the same issue. So that's right. great. Yeah, with uh, with the other the other thing that would be nice is uh, and again I experienced this during my trip uh, last week. Um, it would be nice if they could if by default the car could stay in the last mode it was in in the last configuration it was in mm-hmm. instead of having to redo it like every single time. It's 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 kind of annoying. I think yeah, I've always wondered if that has something to do with. I mean, I think consumer expectation because you could have somebody who isn't that aware of what's going on simply. Um, change it to sport and then all of a sudden for the next five years you're like god i just have to get rid of this car it's so rough <laughs> you know i mean i seriously like i i've seen i've seen some of the feedback and emails these you know mini gets and um the complaints they get and some of them are so insane and and <laughs> we all could you know just would roll our eyes but that stuff happens well yeah it's the same people that complained about the size of a cup holder in the r50 and the r53 right right yeah, I mean, yeah that's true. Gabe, tell us more about the JCW Clubman. We haven't actually had you on since you got the car and made it official. So give us yeah, like so the, give us the short version of the specs and all the things. So yeah, I've done a thousand miles on it, uh, so I know it well. Um, the things I love about it, the color is great. DB, you're totally right. I, you know, I think the I think, rebel uh, green is epic. There's a few colors. It is. It's rebel green. It's amazing. Yeah. There's a couple colors I would I would also really enjoy. I think the. Um, you know the the light silver. I'm gonna I'm gonna mangle it. What's the GP2's color? What's that like light gray? Thunder gray. Oh yeah, thunder gray. Thunder, thunder gray. Maybe it's thunder gray. I think it's actually yeah. there's a lighter one that. Yeah. That what, about, offer, what, about digital, really cool. what about digital? What about digital blue, Gabe? What's that? What about digital blue? Uh, no comment. So, really? God, that car is such so, a good. I, what, that is a good looking <laughs> color on that car, man. So what I do? What I do? Um, what I do like, so a few things like, um, from an option standpoint, I don't miss the heads up display a ton. Uh, I loved okay. it yeah. in my previous minis. I don't, yeah. it's not one of those things that I'm like, Oh my God, I hate my life. I don't, I don't <laughs> have this thing. Um, you know, I think a couple of key things that, you know, the, the big nav is, is awesome. 
the um, the thing that I love about it is the um, you know the the touchscreen nav. I barely use it, but the new nav is just huge. Um, it's only 0.2 seconds slower than the hardtop Todd, uh, as we see now. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's 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 essentially it's it's about the same speed. Yeah, it's pretty um, dangerous. From yeah. a from, <clears throat> but it, so it's fast. You know, I think I think that's the nice thing. You feel the torque. It's got great mid range. My car does not have the JCW seats, unfortunately. It was not optioned with them. No. I think that's um, super unfortunate. Those are great seats. Well, Alex, uh, tell me one the, thing. You do, you know the difference between the sports seats and the JCW seats in my car. Which were your favorite? Uh, I I would have to so like on st- um, the styling perspective. I know it's not the most important thing here. Uh, I prefer my seats because, as I said, like they are more discreet than the JCW, and hopefully with the LCI they bring more. I mean, a better I guess a JCW option. Uh, overall on comfort, I think they are more or less the same. What I like though about the JCW is. Uh, is the the Lombard support that you don't have with the sports seats? So uh, and that's a, for me that that's def, that's a definite plus. So if I had to do the choice all over again, I would probably go with the JCW seats. If I had known in the first place that Lombard support was only uh, with the JCW, like I, I didn't know. It's not something that's so it's even specified. That's the- really surprising. Um, are you sure? Because my so I have the electric seats, which I I'll get to in a second. Um, that has Lombard support in them. I'm kind of shocked. I thought for I thought for sure there was a little knob that allows you to dial in lumbar support. Alex does not have that. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of unfortunate, uh, frankly, because that's kind of like the definition of sports seats. Like you should have lumbar support, right? So uh, I don't know. It's- I've always had that on all my all my sports seats, so that's that's really interesting. I think one thing that I found is that the the JCB seats, I love them, but they actually um, not they're not as comfortable long term or long distances because they don't have, at least for me, the contour of the bottom cushion wasn't as comfortable. They're not, it's not as much padding on the bottom as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. A little more stiff and hard. Yeah. 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 But I mean, also, so again, so I I missed that in my car um, for sure, but uh, everything else, love it. It's all black cabin. Um, I really kind of enjoy that. I never thought I would. Uh, I usually like a pop of color, but it's, it's fantastic. Um, my car does not have the auto park and that is, um, you know what? I've never had a car with it, so I'm not missing it. Uh, I think that, that, you know, it's got pretty much everything else. It doesn't have the alarm, which I think is, is, uh, is unfortunate. I think, um, you know, living right. That urban area, it's really nice to have it. It is nice to have one, not because of the alarm, but for me, like walking away from the car, making sure it's locked. I like that audio confirmation. That yeah, so do I. Your car's locked, other than going, crap, did I leave my car unlocked? I think it's worth the price. And here's the problem that Mini has done now. The the alarm is no longer an a la carte item. You have to, to build it into one of the packages, which I think is a horrible, horrible idea, uh, gentlemen and ladies at Mini USA. That is the worst idea you've had. <laughs> Is is yeah being the alarm system from the a la carte for five hundred fifty? Uh, I'm really surprised, and I'm really surprised by that. But I, I will say the you know the so my car has the ta- the technology package, so it does have a, a few things. Ironically, I, I think does mine's it? at early production. It does not have the parking system, oh, um, right. but it does have that premium package. Yes, and it doesn't um, have which it, is the in cold weather. And it missed the cold play. It missed the cold play. The Apple Play. Is that correct? It, it did. It did. It does not have it. So yeah, okay. I've used Apple Play um, on a BMW with the exact same setup. 
and this is a separate show, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a beta. It is a beta piece of software right now, oh, guys. Like it. it's 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 great. It's fun. You you will get frustrated with it, and you will inevitably, at least for me, I just use the system itself. Now, granted, we'll say this: the voice control in the new five and seven series, which I use CarPlay on, dramatically better than what Mini has right now. And so, you know, I, I may change my tune, or may have changed my tune had I had to resort back to Mini's internal systems versus BMW's internal systems, but. On the BMW, it just didn't really seem worth it at this point. Got it. Right. Um, yeah, but that's one, that's going to be something for another day. Yeah. It, it, yeah, for sure. Show. So one thing I really, like, it's insane. We talked about this before. The chrome on exterior, $250 for a, a plastic chrome bar. Right. Don't need it. Don't want it. I it's, really it's wish coming. I would have had the rear. Right. We're, we're going to change that, Gabe. You're, uh, you're yes. coming next week. Todd, Todd, oh, is, awesome. Todd is the anti-chrome. <laughs> I, I hope you, I hope that's a shit title right there that's it right there Alex. so Todd, so so to that point like if i was optioning this thing for real real rear fog light for for sure i would do roof rails um just to yep. just to be able to throw stuff up there as yep. needed um i would i would probably do some aftermarket 19s because like alex said it just needs them and you then any 19s on there gabe they're just not approved you can do it i know you can do it after the fact um heated or i'm sorry uh power front seats insane why do i need them i don't need them nobody else drives this car i Be- never need to touch it once i get it locked in because right. premium. It's, uh, added because weight premium. i don't want because premium and it's uh twelve hundred and fifty dollars so yeah, skip it crazy. skip it skip it skip it um the jcw uh, steering wheel is um is obviously on my car for no for no money you can opt for the mini yours steering wheel same exact shape Dramatically better leather. Gabe, are you, times over. Are you saying that. that it's still the mini your steering wheel is still round? No, it's I, the same. It's the same uh, various shapes. I, I opted for the mini your steering wheel in in my car. I have the no cost option. It's so much softer and feels so much. Well, so so I don't know if you know this. This is the Napa leather. So that's the BMW. So that's the same leather they use on yes. the premium BMWs, including him. The steering wheel, the JW steering wheel, has the normal normal leather so for anybody who knows anything about bmws you're going to want that leather it feels amazing in hand you know that's really interesting because on my car i've got the mini or steering wheel and i don't care for it much at all i find it very hard and slippy well yours is the white one db it's a previous generation mini or steering wheel and uh it was just wrapped in a different leather right i'd want that but i'd want the the jc i'd want the jcw wheel for my car slippy lotion on it though (laughs) <laughs> well it's been driven by someone else for 60,000 miles I think it was driven by a woman knows? to be honest with all the chrome that was on that car I'm pretty sure it was driven by a woman so so just a couple other small things uh, by the way that is uh, db at yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Um, so I, like I said I mean uh, alarm system wish I had it Harman Kardon uh, is on this car love it required in my opinion and yep. I would love to have a car that has the active driving assistant. I've not had one yet. I've had many BMWs that have that system. And I will tell you, it is awesome for somebody who commutes and somebody who like is, I can't wait for autonomous cars because I want to be able to drive like I drive. And then if I need to flip a switch and just like veg out, just like, yeah, you know, or kind of answer some, or answer some, or answer some emails, or make a phone call, or whatever it is you're doing to finish or mm-hmm. start your day. 
So I want to know, this brings up a whole new question that we probably will have to address on a different show, though, Gabe. Like, um, is coming on the updated Mini, is this system, this this alertness, driving alertness system that they're going to add, how do you think that'll mm-hmm. in conjunction with, or is it not going to be compatible with the... Uh, uh, the automated cruise controller. What, what's the what's the cruise control called? Um, uh, the adaptive driving assistant. Or something well, the thing. driving assist and the adaptive cruise control, yeah. because the the new driver assist, the the wake you up if you're falling asleep, if we sense that you're you know kind of drowsy or whatever. They put a display up on the screen, which is like, wake up, bitch. <laughs> I think that's pretty much probably what it's say. what it says, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't see how those are going to be compatible, and we're going to have to test them once we get the opportunity. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I don't know. That's a great question, and uh, I I do welcome I do welcome many getting a little bit more of the of the autonomous uh, technology from BMW, and I, I think that's going to happen pretty pretty soon. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot about um, yeah, just you know a lot of technology that BMW is currently kind of, you know, offering and, and about to offer on their cars that you can easily see it coming down the pipeline in the LCI or the next generation cars. Yeah. Got it. Very cool. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for the, for the report, Mr. Bridger. And, and I'm yeah. going to continue for the, for the next year. For the I next can't year, wait right. to hear how this car, you know, it breaks in, it, it gets, uh, I got to say of having a JCW for a year, it gets better. It yes. gets much better. It does. It does. Yep. Yep. This this car gets a, a whole lot better over the time, so uh, I'm I'm eager to hear what you have to say. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it should be a <laughs> lot, should be a lot of fun. So let's move on. I think while we have Gabe on the show, we need to cover one more topic. One of the big news topics that we had a week oh, ago. Oh, that's the one. That's what I was thinking of. You're right. The return of Frank Stevenson, Stephenson, however you want to pronounce his name. I'm not yes. sure. He's <laughs> But uh, to Mini Design, and this is still rumor; it's not been confirmed by Mini, but it's pretty much going to happen. So, and, yeah. Do we really? Do we really know that? I mean, no, I have. I, and, and Todd, I say that knowing, like, I've got some sort of some indications from some folks that it is true. But okay, I want you guys to do one thing for me right now. Go to frankstevenson.com just right now. Stephenson. So I want to take the time, like to to uh, before, like we debate about like whether or not he's returning and what does what it could mean and stuff. Like just like the the, uh, the list of the cars that he's worked on. Obviously, like the mini hatch. The well, go to frankstephenson.com. Tell me what you see. Yeah, I but see so a, I'm looking at the list right now. So I know I see like, a sketch of essentially an R50. Oh, well, it's an R53, but yeah. Yeah, R53. That's what I see. I see a Mini at the top of, at the header image for his personal website. I would say of the cars this man has worked on, including the F4, the Ferrari F430, Maseratis, and the latest McLarens, he puts the Mini at the top? Is that a little clue, do you guys think? Huh, could be. <laughs> or has always been there? Could be. Uh, I don't know. Don't I don't know. know. So, but the list is the list is so impressive. Uh, it's very it's, impressive list. The X5, the MC12, the F430, uh, the Maserati Quadroporte, the Gran Turismo, the 612 Scaglietti, uh, the Alfa Romeo Centro, the uh, 500. I mean, this is it's like the list is crazy. The list yeah. is crazy, and on the list, it's mostly like really good-looking cars. I mean, I don't see. Uh, maybe a Fiat here and there, but I don't see. Well, actually, like he was, I think he worked on the uh, on the 500 concept. Uh, 
yes uh, before they brought it back so so like he's he's been in all the the right i guess uh uh, opportunities which is you know uh, uh, which is really amazing um, and and if this is something that comes like comes to reali- realization uh, friction rather um, I think that's that's a very good news because you can see those moves that are being made you know putting Pat and, and Tom in charge you know kind of this is what's this is what's left of the first generation that worked under um, Jim McDowell Sorry, Jim McDowell and- bringing back that designer who made really the brand what it is today uh, frankly especially mm-hmm. in the US uh, and this is this is I mean, this is just this is just great news and, and you know we we keep talking about the front hover hang of the F56 uh, I, I gotta say like I, I see cars every day uh, that have the same restrictions mm-hmm. uh, and not only high-end cars that have the same restrictions as Mini does in, in terms of, of uh, impact standards and stuff. Right. Uh, they don't look like that. Well, look- I just, so I think, no, I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. I think there's so much behind why it looks the way it does. And it's not just like, if you, so a three series has a completely different set of equations that lead to its front overhang. Number one, the engine is behind the front axle. Right. So it's in the cowl of the engine. So the ability for you to have a smaller overhang, it's easy, not a problem, because there's so much space between where that engine actually ends and where the front of the car is that you can push it back. Whereas the Mini, because it's over the front axle, it's it's just not like it's there's just physically there's just not room. So if you look at it, it's all about the equations, all about the equation of space. If you look at like a Golf GTI, for instance, it has the same overhang. There's even there's even like equations there's even like specific sort of like formulas for the curvature of the side of the of the car as well. Right. Um, you know, so there's only so much they can do. So I actually think that I'm excited for Frank to be able to come back if he's coming back to solve this problem. Though I mean, yes. Alex, you're you're right. Like it's a, it, it it sucks, and there are ways for you to solve the problem, but they have to start at the hard points of the car. Yeah, so so I I I, I like I, I agree with what you're saying, um, but I know maybe the GTI has been a little bit a little bit controversial. But as far as I'm concerned, it looks like the front end looks just much better, and it's like it's a better exercise, a better design exercise than the Mini is. Um, and and I still think like they could have found a way to solve the problem. Uh, I'm looking at the Countryman right yeah. now; it's pretty good. And again, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. Restrictions, but so they they just fail on this one, which happens. You know that 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 happens, and 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 someone has to, I guess, pay the consequences for this. Uh, but I'm 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 curious to know if 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 he comes back, like if he can actually have a better solution to that um, to that problem. I mean, it's not a problem to that restriction, rather, right? Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting the interview that uh, that somebody did with him back in like 2010, 2011 of what he thought about the direction of Mini. Like, he'd been gone for almost, you know, eight, nine years at this point, mm-hmm. what he thought, and how appalled he was at the size of the countryman, and how he thinks that Mini had gotten so far away from its original philosophy, which I think is hilarious, because we've been hearing this from the diehard purists and enthusiasts, many people, for so long. But the fact that it's in it's in writing, it's you can you can search for this and find the uh, the interview he did you know where he talked about it i'm curious if he's changed his tune a little bit or if he's going to bring some of the the design philosophy and what we all love about it uh back to the brand yeah 
Yeah, I hope so. I hope that I hope that he comes with some real innovation because I, my belief is that many designers have done, generally speaking, a very good job. But there are folks who are sometimes down down the chain, if you will. Mm-hmm. They're not the ones who define the hard points of the chassis of the UKL platform. You know, yeah. so they have to work with those hard points, and they have to under they have to wrap a mini around that and. And but you know, that's a well, yeah. With F56, that was uphill battle, big time. But uh, Todd, go on because I think I know what your point you're, you're gonna you're gonna make. Yeah, the the, the point I'm gonna make is that when you got somebody like Frank Stephenson and the the street cred he has as a designer, he's gonna demand some things. Gabe, you and I were at the uh, a presentation on the new Clubman uh, when they release it, we were we were hearing from the designer how they made decisions on this car. If you look at the new Clubman, the rear belt line that wraps around the corner, there's a bend in it. And it's about a, I, I would say about a 70, 80 degree bend. And it was so complicated and they figured out how, you know, to try and get the engineers to figure out how to do. But the, the designers demanded it. And it was one of the little things, those stories you don't hear uh, about the design of this car. That point being, somebody like Frank Stephenson comes in and demands some things and says, these are non-negotiables here. Right. You're going to figure out a way to make this happen yes. within the parameters you have to work. And they will. They always do. You just have to have the bigger gorilla, if you will, in the room yeah. who says, this is the way it's going to be. Do it. Come yeah, I, I, I think you're totally right. right. I wonder, yeah. wonder what that means. Alex, uh, Alex, make it quick. Gabe actually has to go, so make it quick. Okay. I wonder what it means. Like, if if like if if this is like a conversation that's actually happening, uh, I wonder what are the conditions for its comeback. Like, what does it mean for mm-hmm. for the lineup? What does it mean for the relationship with BMW? I'd be very curious to know, like, wh- again, what it is because, like, it's it, it's it's is a big man. Like, he's a big man in design, right? And so mm-hmm. and so the the team has the, the design team has also changed slightly on the BMW side. They're still uh, von Oetong, I think. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would like to know what it means. What are, what would be the conditions for his comeback? Maybe yeah, it's, like it's really interesting because I think he he was passed over for the head mini job and he left because of it. So what is in the cards for him? Is he happy with Mini and is he going to retire because he feels like he's coming home? Uh, or does he want to be more? Right, right. And with that, guys, I will leave you. Gabe, Thank thanks you again Br- for joining us as always. Pleasure. MotoringFile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Gabe Bridger. My pleasure. See you guys. Thanks, 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 so so that was really interesting. Uh, it's always nice to hear from Gabe. Um, hopefully we get him on again really soon, get him on for a whole show once again, because uh, you know, his insights are always kind of fun, and it's always fun you know, to hear him as he... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pontificates? As, yes, as he, uh, or as he you know, kisses ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Be nice. He was nice to us. Poor Gabe. Yes. 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 No, it was nice. Um, but, yeah, that's good news. I, I'm excited. I hope Frank Stephenson actually does come back. I hope yes. he does, too. I hope he does, too. DB, pay some bills because I want to hear about Alex's tires. Yes, I do, too. And I want to talk about graphics as well. So yes. but before we do let's, before we do that, um, I want to remind you guys, another one of the fine sponsors here at the White Roof, our friends over at Craven Speed. Go over, I have to punch up Craven Speed myself because I still have the retorted, giant, mostly weather-beaten, cracked, and ugly uh, radio antenna on my car. 
Nobody likes it's that. Oh, it's bad. Mine's really bad. Todd's all, dude, fix that. And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even notice. So you know what just I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna just go. Take it off. <laughs> well, I should probably just take it off. But then you have that little screw there, so you get up yeah. something there. So go over to Craven Speed. Gear yourself the shorty antenna. Super nice piece. Uh, at Amviv this weekend, I saw everybody had all kinds of Craven Speed stuff. I saw a lot of FlexPod adapters. I saw a lot of platypus mounts. It was so awesome to see all the stuff on your guy on your guys's cars. And if you haven't done that yet, it's easy. Go over to CravenSpeed.com and then punch up the mini section. That's where you're going to find really cool stuff like the dipstick uh, for the first and second gen minis. It's a dipstick that doesn't break. Easy in, easy out, and you can actually read it. The platypus license plate mount, like I already mentioned, especially for you that live in the socialist states that require front license plate California. Um, the uh, stubby antenna, obviously. FlexPod adapter and the new FlexPod adapter which is magnetic. So awesome. The short shift kit, if you've got an R53, this is the first generation Mini Cooper S and you want to do a mod, pulley, hello, pulley you're going to use, Craven Speed. Done and done. Go over there get it all taken care of. Don't forget, when you're at CravenSpeed.com you place in an order, there's a nice uh, there's a form there you can actually leave a note. Make sure you thank them for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being our friends over at CravenSpeed.com Go over and check them out. CravenSpeed.com. Thank you. Moving on. Alex, our good man Alex. Alex in the Bay Area. Alex from the left coast. Alex from France. Alex the cheese-eating surrender monkey. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm due for a to- I'm, I'm due for an old school Top Gear watch. It's all <laughs> sorry about that. Um, Alex uh, recently had a problem because he drives in the city of San Francisco. The city of San Francisco is uh, they don't really have roads. It's more like a a series of uh, trails that are created by potholes that they just striped <laughs> the potholes. It's like Detroit. It's really bad. Um, but he had a problem with one of his tires. Alex, two go. Tire. Actually, two yeah, tires. Yeah, I had a problem with two of my tires. Uh, I ended up with. Uh, two bubbles on the right hand side, one bubble on the left hand side uh, for the front for the two front tires. Yikes! Um, and so I was, you know, chatting about this on Slack, saying that you know, uh, three us in Boston, you know, we have also we also have potholes. I never had this, like I never lost a tire, and here it's not even a year. I already lost two. And by the way, and- you mentioned it on the show, the last show I was not on, and I was actually listening to the show. Like um, Wait, I was, what? it was when I was out of town. I'm listening to the show. I am screaming. I am screaming at the radio going, dude, you're covered. Get them fixed. You're covered. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think we got to that point where like, I think Todd listened to the show and then he posted a comment on Slack. And I was actually about to to look into a tire rack and, uh, and order a couple of tires, right? Because, uh, you know, Chad well, was. And, and Chad chimed in and Brian chimed in. Yeah, yeah. Either one of them with the correct answer, by the way. Yeah, so so Chad told me like you you might want to change your tires, dude, because it's kind of dangerous. And so and then Todd well, said that was, the, that was the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. And so and so Todd said, dude, like you cover like there is an actual manufa- tire manufacturer warranty, not a mini warranty, a but warranty it's a, attached. It's not to so much a warranty; it's a road hazard dirt. policy that comes with the tires. Right. So it's like road hazard protection for yes. one year. That is uh, tied to the uh, brand of tire that you're buying, right? So the manufacturer of the tire, not Mini, again, not Mini USA, not Mini Germany, uh, the manufacturer of the tire offers... Purely in this instance. Yeah, purely in this instance, offers a road uh, hazard protection for one year or the first 10,000 miles. And that should have actually came in, in all of your sales paperwork. You should have had that in all of your sales paperwork, a little trifold folder thing. 
And so, so actually, it's on a CD, believe it or not. Oh, CD, yeah. There you go. And to repeat for everybody to hear, to listen to this, is like, please do not get the, and I, I hope you didn't get, even before the show, like you didn't buy into it, but like you don't have to buy the $1,600 tire okay. warranty that the dealer is trying to, to sell you when they, when they have you sign like the finance paper on your car. Like, please just don't buy it. Like, that's unnecessary. You have like, you have protection for one year and that should be plenty. And after that, you're probably going to have to change tires anyway. So it doesn't. If you have either Pirelli's or Continentals, those are the only two that I know for a fact yeah. have this road hazard. If your if your car comes with um, Goodyear's or uh, it's a possibility, you have to check into it. But what if about it comes Dunlap's? with Kumos, or not Kumos, or what's the other one, the uh, Handcooks, because that yeah. occasionally comes on new minis. Right. I'm not certain about this, but I know for a fact Pirelli's and, and Continentals have this road hazard protection built in at first two thirty seconds of wear. Okay, and. Here's the beauty, too, is that Alex, you know, is going to go on, but I think they'll uh, Pirelli will prorate it if you're beyond the uh, the limits. They'll kind of prorate they'll, it. And they'll give you they'll a- sell you a tire at a discounted rate based on how much use you've actually used beyond the two thirty seconds. So, Alex, what? tell us your story, then, what happened now. Yeah, so what you guys are saying is, is true. So, like, you know, then, then Todd says this thing to me, and I'm happy I go to my mini, uh, to my mini, to mini of San Francisco to get my two front tires changed. I go there, and then I get there, and then the guy, the service manager, and not even the service advisor, the service manager tells me there is no warranty with your tires. Like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but that doesn't exist, right? So, I didn't have time to argue with the guy because I had to take a plane, uh, actually, to go to Todd. <laughs> to trash yeah. studs, right? And so I get to Kansas City, and t- and I tell my story to the audience. Tells me like we we gotta look into this. And so we read we read like the definition that Pirelli uh, has with the uh, the warranty the description rather uh, road hazard like includes potholes. Uh, uh-huh. It's a road hazard by by definition. That's what it is. Like you yeah. can drive over like a dead animal or whatever. You hit a nail. You can drive over a nail and it's covered. Right. Yeah, it's covered, and the pothole is covered, right? So, so what I did after that is when I came back to San Francisco, I, I did two things. I gave a call to um, I gave a call to Pirelli, and they confirmed with me that yes, indeed, I do have this warranty, and that a, a Pirelli reseller can change my tires. In this case, Mini of San Francisco is a Pirelli reseller, so they can change it. And I was like, okay, that's good. Then I called Mini USA. Had no clue about what I was talking about. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to have the girl, like the, the the lady on the phone, uh, confirm with me this thing, and, and she was like, "I don't know." It's like I almost, I mean, it was a waste of time, and so it's kind of a little bit frustrating because I said to her, basically, my my reproach was that you're selling cars that comes with things that you don't know about. Don't you think that's a little bit weird? I mean, it's not a sale. sale? I would think, (laughs) think of the goodwill a dealer could get. If you go in, Alex, let's just say this, this story were different is you took your car to the dealer and said, listen, I got a flat tire or I got a bubble in my tire, either one. And you're fully expecting to pay $270, $300 for, for a new tire. And your dealer goes, just a minute, let me check on something. And they check your mileage, they check the, the wear on the tire and the date of it and go, you know what? We're going to take care of you, right? Think of the goodwill dealers could have if they actually knew what the freaking thing was. Yeah. yeah well, I guess they prefer to take to, to get you, to get, you uh, to get $500 out of your pocket to change the tires plus, right. the, plus the change, right? So anyways, I go back to Minneapolis, San Francisco. I tell them, look, I called Minneapolis, USA. I kind of lied. They told me it's covered. I, <laughs> I called Pierre they told me it's covered, so I don't care what you have to do. Those tires are covered. Please change them. 
And so they took the car and they told me, we'll call you back, got to confirm. They probably called their PLE rep or whomever, and then they, they changed it. But the, the thing is, the thing, you know, so eventually I got my tires. I'm happy. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, you know, PLE. Uh, the thing about in, in, in all that is that, first of all. It shouldn't have been that difficult. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't have been that difficult, first of all. Uh, mini mini uh, motoring advisor should uh, instead of trying to configure your Bluetooth, like you should probably tell this to people when you're selling them the car, like that they have a protection like this that's kind of useful. You know, anybody can configure Bluetooth, but this thing, it's basically buried inside your uh, owner's manual, so you you wouldn't know about it. And it's not even written; it's in a it's on a exactly. CD. It's a sealed thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah nobody's gonna nobody's gonna remind customers. Sales guys aren't gonna remind customers of that because then they're not gonna get a sale on replacement tires. Yeah. Come on, I have to say the only reason I knew about this is because when I bought my JCW brand new, I was informed by my salespeople and by the dealer that this was included right. because I'm like, I'm not sure I want run flats. I want to buy, you know, conventional tires. And what they told me was, why don't you wait a year because you've got road hazard for a year on these, just drive them for a year because if you get a flat, they'll take care of it. And then, you know, get a new tire, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was informed by the lovely people at Baron Mini in Kansas city of this information. So they know they're, you know, what's going on. Yeah. So, so again, like first thing is that like, that's, you know, I mean, that's one of the things I think mini, mini should do a better job at informing people. Uh, I wish my, uh, service manager, had kind of apologized or, or kind of acknowledged the fact that he didn't know and that now he learned something thanks to me and that, you know, they would do a better job next time. I got nothing. So I basically ripped them a new one in the, in the review, in the customer review. And then also another, like another mark, black mark for me in the USA is that like, this is really irritating when customer service and me in the USA in general is ends off when it comes to things happening at the dealership. At the end of the day, those dealers, those dealers like represent your brand, represent the products that you're trying to sell. And so by extension, they need to have the, 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 the customer experience needs to follow. You can't just say, well, it's not happening with us. It's the dealer. It's not our fault. We don't know. You got to you got to deal with this for yourself. Like just that's just not acceptable. It's just like especially for those cars that are not cheap. Right. right. It's just it's just not acceptable. So um Hopefully, well, it, USA hears this and they do a better job with with that thing. Yeah, but they're, they're, Tra- Mini USA doesn't have any control over that, Alex, and that's part of the problem. Mini USA, unlike Apple, has zero control over the ex- well, not zero, but they have very little control over the dealer experience. So, oh yeah, they still rate the dealers. They still do the uh, you know the surveys and everything. They get that information. Yeah, and but they can't go back and say you guys really need to you know kick it up a notch or we're going to revoke your your license. Because no, if no, that no. was the it's case, they like would have that, done that by like, like 10 if, dealers so far already. Think about how much better, like, let, let's say you're, you're working in a service department, okay? And you get paid on how you get graded by your customers. You right? do, yeah. You do. You yeah. give them exceptional customer service. And so my point is, if you're working at a service department, if you're listening to this show right now, please, God, I hope you are. Yes. Um, go learn about these things because... Think about what you're going to get all fives. I guarantee you if somebody comes in with a flat tire and go, I ran over a nail, I need to buy a new tire. And they go, wait a minute. And they do their little click, 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 click on their compute keyboard, you know, and go, you know what? I'm going to take care of you for free. Right. Or, oh, That's, look, we can put new tires on your car for 20 bucks a pop because, well, they're covered under warranty. You're yep. gonna get, you're gonna get all fives because of that, and yeah. then here's the thing: is we've got listeners right now. Get, I guarantee and, and you, who are still, and the dealer still gets paid for the tires from Pirelli. They get the warranty payback. 
Yeah. So and so now I wonder if people that didn't know have F56s, any of those tires, bought tires from their dealers, not knowing that. And if they I'm didn't, they should, they should ask for a refund. They should totally ask for right now who are fuming because they got a new tire. Their car was six months old. They went in, and Alex, let's let's say that too. The details is your car had six thousand miles on it, and it's less than a year old. Yes, yeah. well within all of the parameters that Pirelli. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. all of those things, just know, and I guarantee you, if you haven't, if you've had this issue, you know, and you feel like pressing the buttons, go back to your dealer and go. You charged me for something you shouldn't have charged me for. What are you gonna do? Right. Just yeah. give them the opportunity to do something. They could say, "Sorry, you're screwed." Buyer beware, you need you should have known, you know, all along, which I think is BS, but just give your dealer the opportunity to step up to the plate right. and let's teach them something. Let's some dealers know this. Not Maybe all of them set are, a luggage are out of it, one of those cool folding bikes with the air pump in the seat tube. Absolutely. <laughs> you paid three you know, if you paid three hundred dollars or more, if you had more than one tire, go bad, you know, and I'm guessing a run flat is between two hundred and fifty and three hundred bucks. Yeah, they're about yeah. three hundred bucks. Especially from plus, the dealer. Plus, mounting and everything so yeah because the dealer charges for all of that stuff yeah but look at that we just saved alex 600 bucks yeah right that's good money pay it up again thanks waiting for i'll uh, i'll uh, get my uh i'll send you an invoice alex (laughs) 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 so i want to hear about db strip from uh, phoenix to uh, vegas and uh and the the stripes so todd did some graphics in uh vegas we just todd and i were both at uh, mini vacation in vegas and at the fabulous silverton resort casino right next to the best pro shop um, <laughs> that's a plus. I didn't even go in there. I, I didn't go in. I didn't go in there. But they've got that really nice, like, the big giant saltwater aquarium. It's actually it's it's a really nice property for being. A, I would probably call the Silverton a three star property. Todd, would you agree? Yeah, three three and a half for yeah. a three three and a half star property. It is fantastic. It is spotless. It is clean everywhere. It doesn't have any weird smells. The pool area is nice. The rooms are clean. The rooms are decent. Silverton is definitely a good hotel to stay. If you're going to go to Vegas and you don't want to spend uh, strip rates for a room and you don't want to pay for parking, you don't have to pay twenty dollars a day to park your car, your rental, stay at Silverton. Done. It's right by the airport. It's easy. And, and I took a, a buttload of money out of their casino this time, too. <laughs> yeah. Todd came home with commas in his pocket. Once again, those of you yes, who are sir. on the Patreon, you understand what commas in the pocket actually mean. So anyway, so we're out of Ambev. Great time. Uh, Sin City Mini Club put on a fantastic event, as always. And Todd's out there doing graphics. And, you know, uh, Marzo came out doing some coding, which was awesome. I want to talk about that, too, because you guys are going to think this was really rad. Um, and, you know, other vendors were doing other things. So Todd did uh, A-panels on a Clubman looked badass when they were done. I think I put a picture on Instagram somewhere. Looked really cool on uh, Union Jack A panels. Oh, looks so nice. He put the the closest thing I come to telling you its color is is teal, but it wasn't teal. Stripes. It's the name of the the color was atomic teal. Actually, there you go. Atomic teal stripes on a melting silver countryman. <sighs> That's nice. No, look, dude, it looked hot. Is there a picture somewhere I can I can look at? Yeah, I'll. Uh, I haven't put them on uh, Instagram yet. Yeah, will, uh, you guys need to make sure you're following Todd's mods on Instagram because he's still getting caught up from Vegas. But it looked. Um, you wouldn't think that that would look good. You first of all, you wouldn't think the Countryman would look good with stripes. But that atomic teal on the melting silver. Oh man, it looks so sharp. I have to say. I'm just saying. I have to say that. So I did. And then, yeah. as we all know already, Todd is the anti-chrome. 
<laughs> so my car now has much less chrome than it had before, thanks to our man Todd. Uh, if you haven't seen a picture yet, it might be this week's image for the show. I'm not really sure. Um, Bruce now has uh, black mirror caps, blacked out uh, headlight and taillight rings, and really badass Todd's JCW stripes. Oh, man, it looks rad. That's yeah, all I it's had. a good-looking car. TV. The only thing that he wasn't able to do, and I might go back. I'm still not sure on this. I need to wash it and live with it for another week or two. Is somebody decided to stop the customer from complaining about the bottom piece of the mustache coming loose? So they actually epoxied it in place. So yeah. we couldn't take. We didn't. We left the 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 grill surrounds chrome. But I don't think it looks bad. No, no, your car still looks great. Oh, man, it looks so sharp. And if you guys haven't seen the picture, I'll make sure I'll, uh, that's going to be the picture for this week's show. But, man, just it just it, it completely changed the look of the car. Completely changed the look of the car, and I love it. Very, very nice. Um, otherwise, yeah. Ambiv was great. I, I drank a whole lot of gin. Um, uh, I watched Todd put commas in his pocket. Um, I watched <laughs> you were there. My, well, you walked up just after it happened. Yeah. Uh, I watched my lady um, walk circles around the aquarium just because she had too much vodka. So she was just walking circles <laughs> around the aquarium, which was a lot of fun. Uh, MC'd the uh, pool party, which turned out to be a pretty, pretty good time. Everybody had, looks like everybody had a great time. Uh, went on the strip cruise. We went to some divey Italian joint and had legit Italian food. It was awesome. Got to see all my friends. I had a great time. Todd, did you have a good time? Yes, yes, it was a it was a very good time. It was very laid back, very very comfortable and calm. I didn't feel rushed at all. It yeah. was uh, it was a good time. I, I would have to agree. So how was uh, GB? Can you was it your first uh, long trip with the Roadster? Yes, that was my first more than what's a, that's the longest trip I've had in this Roadster. Not in the Roadster in general because I've driven one for yeah. 400 miles, obviously the JCW car. And I have to say it was quite nice. So we got lucky with weather driving out from Phoenix to Vegas because like, just like everywhere else, we're having we've been having really strange weather here in Arizona. Um, we left here 10 o'clock in the morning. There about another mini joined us. Another mini. Roadster actually joined us for the drive out, uh, top down, windows down, and we were pretty close at one point to pulling over and putting on sweatshirts. Temperature got down to like 62 degrees over some of the passes. Hmm. It was really weird. But then we understood, you know, it was blue skies, sunshine, and it got up around 70, 72. It was really, really nice. And that car, and I've, I read a lot of complaints, and I've always read complaints about the harsh ride of the Mini. You know, yep, there's that picture in Slack. Alex, check it out. The, about the harsh ride of the May. First, it was with the R53. Then it was with the first generation R56, and then even on the on the Roadster. Right? I don't know what these people are thinking. I think the car drives and rides amazingly well. You know, I was doing 80 miles an hour all the way through the desert, no trouble at all. It was super comfortable, as I knew it would be, because I like those seats anyway. And uh, it drives really nice with the automatic transmission. It was just it was just a very delightful experience, and I managed 20. Eight miles to the gallon out with the top down, and thirty back with the top up. That is impressive. That is for the fastest mini you've ever owned. For the much. fastest mini I've ever owned, and in fact, I uh, had to do some passing on the drive home, and I had that car up to um, above the legal limit more than once. Yeah, yeah, I was passing on passing on these crazy two lane roads. So you know, it's uh, uh, a couple of spots where I had to hit a hundred, two hundred, hundred miles an hour, one hundred and five actually, just to make you sure I got autom- around. Do you have still the automatic plug in? Have you uh, switched it over? To no, I have not put the automatic in this car. I'm not sure if I'm going to yet. Okay, so I'm not sure. And then also for the first time 
in ever since I've moved to Arizona. I have a Mini that I can drive to Vegas. It doesn't throw coats. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy threw coats driving to Vegas. Bruce threw coats driving to Vegas. My first time driving to Vegas. It was a thing. I don't know what it was, but uh, I drove, drove this car. No check engine light. It was a quite. A, it was very nice. Uh, the HK stereo blasting. It was rad. I loved it. So you just got to get the navigation finally. Just got to get the navigation thing squared away. Um, the only thing with that, so our man Marzo, I uh, did some coding on my car, so I'm no longer, you know, like a heathen with the having to hold my window switches up. So he oh my gosh, on, I hate that. Oh, I, I wrote that it's you still the, don't hold it up. It's, it's like, the worst. Gosh, do it. It's the worst. So I got one touch up now, and he did a couple other things for me, and he was like doing some things, and like all of a sudden the nav worked. I'm all, dude, what'd you do? The nav's working. He's like, I don't know, but it's working. And I go, oh. But then he cycled the key, and it stopped working again. And I said, oh weird but so at least i know it's fixable um so that was really cool he did a lot of other cars there just doing all the things and i want to tell you something about mike marzo and his coding this is you guys are going to be blown away by this and you're going to all want to sign up he can do that by remote control so what he does is he offers coding parties and basically what he'll do is he will send you his laptop and then all you have to do is connect it to Wi-Fi, and he'll send the cable and everything. You have people over, collect the money ahead of time so you can pay him. Clearly, he doesn't do it for free. And then you plug it in, and he just remotes into the laptop, and he does all the coding that you want. And then you go, okay, that one's done. You disconnect, and you move to the next car. No, oh, that's pretty cool. Right? It's really right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, if you're interested in doing something like that, hit us up in the show notes or, you know, send us an email, feedback at whiterefredo.com, and I'll make sure you guys have a way to get a hold of Mr. Marzo to have your own coding party. Yes, I think he's got a, a, a Gmail address that you can contact he, him. He so. does, and I forgot what it is. I'll make sure I link it up in the show notes. I, I've got it somewhere. I just don't have it handy. Um, and this this applies primarily to the R56 cars. Uh, the R53 and the R50, there's only a couple things that he can do. R56 cars, he can do a ton of stuff. And on the F cars, he can only do a couple things right now as well. Almost there on the F cars. He's got it. Just got to get and And the problem is what happens is you, uh, you have a bunch of code numbers, mm-hmm. and he's still in the process of deciphering what they do and everything and just making a list so that he can offer, hey, here's what you can do to the F card. But it can be done. It is coming. Mm-hmm. Give him time. Demand it. Yes. And that'll give him some encouragement yep. to get these going. But uh, yeah, I think just about any mini. Yeah, can, and so when know. and when I say R56 cars, I mean you know, the R56, uh, the Countryman, the, the First Gen Clubman, uh, the Coupe, and the Roadster, all of those cars, he can just he can do a ton of things. He can give nice, you like the, the uh, one-touch sunroof closing. One-touch sunroof closing, know. the one-touch up, the opening and closing of the sun. If you've got a, a convertible, he can set the, the convertible to open and close off the fob I th- think thick. which is super cool um, yep. the sunroof from the fob I think uh, you yes. can do the European style hazards which is awesome if you have nav he can he turns off the accept screen that that that's amazing right there so you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to hit accept every time it goes away after five seconds but it just it doesn't show up at all anymore it's just it's, oh, it's kind of annoying it's I gotta say. really annoying and he just goes he hits a switch turns it off gone it, Done. Yeah, I so gotta say, um, really pleased. Uh, to Divi's point, like the doing a road trip with your car, uh, like a long road trip, right? Not like you know, like half a day or something, but like a long road. Um, it, it is very enjoyable. Like I, I, I have to confess, like I'm, I haven't been a fan of my. Oh, because you just did that as well, didn't you, Alex? Yeah, yeah. You actually so drove I, further because you drove fourteen hundred miles, and I only drove six. Yeah, I drove. I think like uh, eight hundred total. I okay. think was the, the round trip. 
Um, and so I haven't, you know, I gotta say, I, you know, I think you guys kind of felt it on the show. Like I haven't been like a huge fan of my car uh, for various reasons, but like doing this road trip um, was kind of changed my outlook on the on the car. And I had a couple of people with, on the car with me that are not mini drivers. And they were really impressed by what what the the, the JCW is capable of doing, um, and so I, I've, I've it's been a while since I've enjoyed like driving a car like this on a long road trip, um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that I'm driving this car, uh, frankly these days. Nice. It's a uh, it's an amazing mini. It's uh, uh, with the interior. Uh, I know it's 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 not it's not the the most important thing, but. Uh, Mini has done an outstanding job with the interior. I mean, it's a it's a cabin that you really want to travel in. I think we experienced it on Mini USA, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it takes the states uh, uh, in 2014, right, guys? Um, it was it the interior is really well done, and uh, and the engine on the JCW is is amazing. Um, so. Yeah, I'm kind of happy. I just wanted to share that. I don't yeah. know. I, I was really pleased because, uh, as I mentioned before, in the Roadster, I drove out with the top down, drove back with the top up um, because temperature, desert, hot. And with I I know a lot of people, the, the reason why they stayed away from the coupe and the Roadster was either the claustrophobic feel or the lack of um, that. there's a, those giant blind spots, which you can overcome if you have your mirrors positioned correctly. But the whole cramped in, claustrophobic, tight, small compartment – I enjoy that quite a lot, if I'm honest. I like it, and that that car is almost as quiet as a hardtop on the road, even at 90 miles an hour. I was really it, amazed. It, yeah, I, there's so much to love about the Roadster. Yeah, um, it's it's just, just an amazing, an amazing vehicle. Yeah, it's it's really sad that they're not planning on doing that again. Yeah, it really is. Or the coupe, because the coupe is the coupe is just as amazing, just with you know without the drop top. Right. You know, the only thing I wish I could, I, I wish I had the manual transmission so I would get the cool burble more often than I do. Um, but that's okay. So I deal with it. I just turn on the sport button. Put it into sport mode and put it over into the manual, you know. Yeah, I, if I hit the sport button and I put the lever over, I get like, you know, hardcore backfire. Sounds like Scotty's car. Uh, if if I, you downshift, like basically if you downshift on your own, yeah. you know like you would do that's when you're going to get it is because it, it does a rev matching yeah and it's the rev that does it and dumps some extra fuel in there and causes those pops yeah so. which is it's 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 a lot of fun uh so much fun my girlfriend she's she we we were driving around she's like i want my car to do that and I, <laughs> she's got a bmw 528 a 2013 528 and i actually inquired uh to the possibility of that from uh our tuner out here in arizona and he just went mm, no we have to go see a dealer about that and put a dining kit on it or something it's like okay well Yep. It was worth looking into. But can you imagine a 5 Series that made that sound? <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> One last thing is that I managed to uh, to do in grandma mode uh, 45 miles a gallon. Dude. Oh, my God. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> was on the 5, I guess, GB, you know the, I, the 5? Yes, yeah. I'm very familiar with the 5 from yep. Stockton all the way down to the Mexico border. Yep, and so on the five, uh, no one in front of me, no one behind me, yeah. Uh, and I was driving at seventy-five miles an hour, forty-five, yeah. no problem. Wow, <laughs> it was insane. Wow, nicely done, Alex. That's I'm impressed. I had to try. I drove most of the time in sports mode, but um, I had to try this one because I, I I wanted to know how far I could. Well, push you had something to do because that road's terribly boring. Yeah, it is super there, boring. I, I I was one that wanted to petition to have them install a loop at Harris Ranch. <laughs> Something. Yeah, if if people are doing this trip, you know, from San Francisco to LA, like do Pacific Highway if you have the time. Uh, although I think there was a. Oh, it a, just takes forever, though. 
there was a sliding, like a mud sliding on yeah. Big Sur. You have to deal with that, but it, and it also takes almost twice as long. It takes, yeah, it takes twelve hours. So uh, yeah. Alex, I'm glad you had a good uh, trip. I'm glad you got your tires sorted out. Um, super you. pleased. Um, you, if you guys aren't following Todd, you need to follow Todd because, well, he just posted pictures of the melting silver with the atomic teal stripes, and it's, it is just stunning. Yeah, it is really stunning. Really, I really like the Countryman. I really like this car. Yeah, there was a couple at Anviv. I'm liking yeah. it more and more. Yeah, there are yeah. a couple of them at Anviv. I'm not going to lie. It's a good-looking car. It really is. You drew in a DB, right? No, I haven't driven the Countryman yet. I need okay. to. I have to go see my dealer anyway to about get my nav sorted out, so I was going to see if I could sneak a test drive in at that time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying the the Countryman. And you know what else we saw at Anviv, and Tom, I don't know if you noticed this, but there were more than there were more than a couple Clubmen, new Clubmen. Yep, yep. Uh, there, there must were. have been about half a dozen or so new Clubmen um, in all different colors and different trims. I think there was one that was even a Cooper. Um, it... That just is, it's also just a good looking car. There was even one there in digital blue. God, that's a great color for that car. It really is. I <laughs> say it's the new Grandpa Gold, but dude, I don't think so. I would have to say melting silver. It's is okay because that, that car was actually driven by a grandmother. So I think that I think that melting silver, especially on the Countryman, it looked like Grandpa Gold. <laughs> it really does. But the the teal stripes may really make a pop. Um, yeah. The actual size uh, uh, badges like doesn't work on this car. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. Um, let me see. I think that was all we had. Yes. Todd, did you have anything else? Mm, I think we covered it. Excellent. 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 What I want to do before we do finish up, though, is I want to. I do want. We talked a lot about Todd Stripes tonight. You know, you can order stuff from Todd, right? You go over to MotoringStripes.com. Go over there. Todd will send you some stripes. He makes them for you. They actually fit your car. You install them yourself. He sends them to you. You install them. Really cool stuff, right? Right. Um, you have a you have a new clubman. Do you have a do you need the bumper protection strip? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know where you get that? Motoringstripes.com. Will there be a, a bumper protection strip coming also for the countryman Todd? Um yes, there will be. And I've been asked this question. Well, there's already times. one for the for the pre exist for the previous generation right, countryman, correct? Right. And for the new countrymen, we're gonna uh we're in the process of getting that worked up. It's just some engineering goes into it. But also speaking of cars that aren't listed on there, mm. D P and you may appreciate this too, eventually, the uh the roadster is coming. I I've been getting that question at least once a week. Oh, for a bumper month. protection strip. Yeah, bumper yeah. protection strip. The roadster's coming. Yes, I would agree. That would be super awesome. Also, you know, if you have a sunroof, and you know the sunroof has that really annoying feature where it lets the sun in and gets behind <laughs> gets behind your face and your sunglasses, and it sears your retina, right? Or it cooks the top of your head because you live west of the Rockies, and you're thinking, you know, I like my sunroof because I, when I can open it. I don't want the, the, the cabana effect that Gabe likes so much because he lives, you know, in Chicago. Um, you want to, you know, just have that nice when it's open. If you punch up motoringstripes.com and if you go to the contact form, there's a link at the bottom of all the pages. You can send Todd an email. This is the Motoring Stripes hack. Send Todd an email with the model year of your car and the roof color, and he will uh, get you a quote over for the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit. Easy to install, and it just it makes your air conditioning work better. Especially now going into summer. Trust me on this one. I had one on Roxy. It was, I would not have a car with a sunroof without that. A mini with a sunroof without that. I'm just saying. Motoringstripes.com. You know, because blank is boring. Um, 
if you're a Patreon, there should be some new Black Roof Radio. It might be kind of boring this week, but we'll see what we can do. I'm sneaking other things into the Black Roof Radio feed, and if you want access to any of those things, like a sneak preview of the Hollywood Car Show, um, that was in the Patreon feed. Of course, all the Black Roof Radio, that's all the pre-show stuff that we talked about beforehand. This week it was Alex um, trying to get his computer tuned. Which, you know, it's completely fine. Um, but I'm sneaking other things in there, too. I'm actually working on a way to get you guys a complete download of the Rebel video in the Patreon page. Because uh, I'm going to actually re- be able to get it reposted into the feed. But I want the patrons to get it first, maybe like an entire month first. You know, this is one of the perks you get because you're a patron. You click over to patreon.com forward slash white roof radio and kick in a buck, kick in 50 cents something. You want to donate some money, you want to help us out with this dog and pony show. Help us pay our bills along with, you know, everything else and help us grow, help us be bigger, better, stronger, faster. Patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. But that is it for the week. Gentlemen, last chance. I'm good. You sure? I'm out. All right. Then this is the part of the show where I do like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead. Click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. A bientôt.